Welcome to the Relaxed Running Podcast, the show that helps runners and athletes in running-based sports transform the way they run. Here's your host, Tyson Popplestone. I feel like every conversation of ours does start with that. Hey, sorry, it's been so long um, <laughs> and it's good to see you again. So I would like to echo the words of the last six podcasts and start with that <laughs> same statement. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something in that though, because it it says something about um, connection and friendship and and the type of connection you have with people, which usually has very little to do with frequency um has very little to do with um yeah yeah just frequency like it, it the the quality quality um is there whenever it is there um and it can go for months um and you 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 catch up again and it's it's uh it's like no times pass um yeah. and and likewise you can have co- connections with people where you you're with them every day and and chatting every day and and um, you don't get down to the the kind of nitty gritty that you and I can can get down to sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. It, it is true. I've got actually this is probably a confession that I shouldn't make public, but I reckon too many of my close mates I have that reputation with. I'm like, all right, spoke to him in March. What are we now? November. Okay, I need to call them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I think we're all I think we're all the same and. You and I are, I think, probably to a certain extent, a little scatterbrained, trying to do a million different different tasks. Probably like a small element of like um, ADHD or something, where where you, some cool idea comes up and you chase it, and then you go down all these rabbit holes, and then you're like, oh, I haven't caught up with this person for a while or, or that person for a while. But yeah, like I said, sure. the, it, it nothing much changes, irrespective of how much time passes. Yeah, it's true, man. It's it's funny you say it because people often apologize to me when it's been a few weeks. I go, dude, <laughs> if there's one person you never need to apologize to about lack of communication, it's me. So just oh, it's good to see you, too. drink your coffee. And, yeah. Me too. But what has been happening, man? It sounds like uh, in our text messages the other day, it sounds like you've, mm-hmm. uh, and you've just touched on it, got a few little mm-hmm. projects going. Well, I don't know if injury is a project necessarily in some senses. I'm Ooh. sure it is. But yeah. uh, you've got your little... You, you, you're dealing with an injury. You're dealing with your, your running coaching. You've got to give us a little bit of an overview. What have you? What have you been up to the last couple of months? Oh man, I'll try. It. No, I won't even say I'll try and keep it brief because I know I won't. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, well, my year in a nutshell is I've spent most of the year injured um, and just kind of repeated injuries. I, um, I. Yeah, first injury was after Zadapec at the start of the year and um, put me on the sidelines for about five or six weeks and then built back up. I went, I within a couple of weeks of running again, I went overseas to try and get fit and um, I just went too hard too quickly and, and re-injured my foot and um, did it a lot worse. And then, yeah, spent another three months on the sidelines, came back home and, um, I think during that time, I'm, I'm guessing, a, uh, I hate saying the word transition because, um, cause yeah, it's not a transition. It's just me, um, pursuing, um, other interests. Um, but I have, I've started working more. Um, I, I started this thing called the Northside Collective, um, probably, 
during 2021 or started scheming it at least then and um, have been trying to make sense of exactly what it is ever since um, and have been doing some things with that over the last few months. Um, I'm working as a physio three days a week. I uh, work at the, uh, the running company once a week um, and still doing some writing for for Tempo Journal. Um, and, yeah, just lots. I, I think when I was injured during the middle of the year, I, I rather than, um, you know, be down and out about being injured again and missing Com Games and World Champs, I, I just put my mental, spiritual energy into um, doing some other things. And, you know, I was cross-training and, um, you know, trying to get to the bottom of some injuries. and But I was definitely putting a lot of en- energy into work and um, eventually got healthy, started building back up with running and, um, and probably didn't back down with all of the work and projects that I'd started doing. And, um, yeah, just uh, did too much, um, wasn't recovering, um, probably... Uh, didn't up my calorie or well, actually certainly didn't up my calorie intake for how much more energy I was like I was expending and um, yeah ended up with another another bone stress injury um, which yeah for me feels a little bit or it certainly did last week feel a bit like rock rock bottom um, having you know third, third bone stress injury in a year which oh. shouldn't happen um, and I just, I started, I, I spent a lot of time last week, just a bit of self-reflection. I wrote, wrote in a, my journal, which I hadn't done for months and months and, and just things that had contributed to me getting injured. And, um, you know, just doing that makes me realise, you know, running is still, um, at least competitive running is still very much um a huge focus for me. Um, running in general is a huge focus for me. That's kind of the way my life is. I'm, I'm building my life now is, is around, is around running and, and cultivating connection and community and, um, and, you know, trying to have some kind of positive influence on, on, um, on people's running journeys. Um, but I now I've lost, I lost my train of thought, but, um, I guess through um, through that reflection, um, yeah, just kind of realised, um, yeah, I was taking a lot of things for granted um, from, you know, staying um, physically healthy, um, recovering, um, finding balance, um, which is always hard as a, as a perfectionist. <laughs> but I, I have a, I have a, bad track history of um trying to do things perfectly and 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 burning myself burning myself out and trying to do too many things perfectly and burning myself out yeah um, I, had this, I had this conversation but, with a friend of mine the other day who's a he's a stand-up comic and doesn't have much yeah. to do with running apart from like a love for the sport and it's yeah. amazing I, i've got another podcast going at the moment uh called pop culture it's just a it's one to more complement the comedy side of things and it's just interviews outside of running. And, and the other day it was good because 
it's just amazing to see how many crossovers there's been or how many crossovers mm. there are between different industries. Mm. And to hear you speak about that perfectionist element, and I definitely share that. Um, I had a guy called Billy Styles, who's one of Australia's top comedians. He's sort of just mm. come through the ranks the last 12 months in a big way. And mm. he was saying that one of the things he struggles with more than ever is not releasing things until it's absolutely perfect. And as a result, oh. he's like, he's taken yeah. the opposite approach where now we kind of, he underprepares some things because he's like, I can't deal with the overwhelm of the overwhelm that, of just trying to make it perfect. That's that's absolutely the dilemma I, I find myself in. Um, and it kind of, from a running perspective, you know, last week my first thoughts when I, um, I went and had a scan and, and got the diagnosis and, and figured how much time I'd be out for, my first thought was, this is embarrassing, like really, really embarrassing. Like this is um, my job as a physio is is helping people navigate these kinds of issues, and and I preach all of the things that I did wrong every day to other people, and then here I am making the same mistakes. And my first thought was, and this is embarrassing, but then I that was kind of liberating because it's it's a I. And this was what I wrote down. Part of my reflection was that um, I need to finally let go of trying to do all of this stuff on my own, um, trying to navigate load management, trying to make coaching decisions, trying to make physio decisions. When I have two perfectly good coaches um, at my like you know in my corner, I have. Um, access to a, a, a huge number of physios um, and and here I am like trying to do all this stuff on my own. So um, that's kind of my kind of resolution moving forward is to is to let go of how I manage my um, my running from a high performance perspective and and just, start to be more accountable to other people because I clearly um, am not objective enough to be accountable accountable to myself in those in those ways um, so that's yeah that's that's one element of it and then um, what you said really strikes a chord with um, I've, I've forgotten his name that um, oh, Billy Styles Billy Styles yeah um, that has been so outside of my like own running and what I've trying been trying to do with Northside. That is my endeavor to T. I just I one thing that I uh, do um, as a as a perfectionist is exactly that. I, I try and get things perfect before I I do anything with them. And I've been really, really fortunate to um, meet and and coach uh, a guy Harrison, um, who, uh, yeah, I kind of feel like the the kind of the coach. I I I was introduced to him at the end of last year. Um, a guy who ran Melbourne Marathon, um, went home devastated, um, and set a resolution to. Um, you know, to do things properly, let let go and and let someone else um, call the shots and um, hold the reins and 
Um, and you know, his running journey is amazing. Like he went, he, he took about an hour and a half off his marathon time at, at Melbourne this year. Um, he, run? He, he ran, he, he came agonizingly close to sub three. He ran three hours and 49 oh. seconds, I think. Um, but you know, an hour and a half he year, you take. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't take the credit for that. That was all him. But I, you know, he's he's probably learnt a bit from me through coaching, but I've learnt way, way more from him, not only um, about um, letting go and relinquishing control to, to someone else, um, but just the the dedication to it trusting in the process um he he would question things at every corner but would never ever um uh try and try and call the shots himself like yeah i i trust you and and so that's something i need to to do more of um and so that's that's one thing i've learned from him but um somewhat fortunately by virtue of what his profession is and, and what he does. Um, he's, he's become a bit of a, a mentor for me as well. I've got a, I've got a few mentors in my corner, which is good. Um, but in coming back to this, this idea that you were discussing with Billy, Billy Styles, is it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, Harrison's kind of mantra with me and, and things that I'm doing with Northside because this is what I was doing. I was, I was coming up with these ideas. I'd sit on them. I'd tweak them, but I'd never actually do anything with them. And he's like, dude, you need to just test it, break it, reflect, and then test it again. Like there's, there's no, you'll get nowhere if you, if you just try and, um, if you're just doing nothing and, and thinking and overthinking things. So that's, but that's a very it's a very hard habit to break. <laughs> but I'm, oh, I'm trying and I'm, I'm starting to try and do a few more things with Northside and um, and it is it's certainly helping. Just putting stuff out there, testing, breaking, um, figuring out what works, what doesn't work, um, and and it's getting me closer and closer to understanding what my mission is with Northside, um, which is good. And then, um, you know, I'm also learning, you know, um, just like, you know, the particulars of, you know, um, getting messages across and, and um, social media stuff, um, which, you know, I don't, under I don't really understand that stuff. Um, but I'm, you, you learn, you seem to learn, well, you do learn best when, when, when you screw stuff up. I mean, I, I know that as a, as a runner, like I, um, you know, I always get asked this question, you know, um, if you could go back and change anything in your career, or if you could tell your younger self this or that, I, I always maintain, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't tell them anything because there's no way I would have learned what I, what I have along the way. Um, had it not been for testing, breaking, <laughs> and then reflecting and then testing again. And yeah. so it's almost like I, I, I've had all of these lessons there all along from 
life as a runner. Now I'm trying to kind of bring that into, you know, life as a, I don't know, entrepreneur or, or, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, but um, just someone that is uh, very passionate about staying connected um, and contributing to, um, you know, the running world and, and um, yeah, contributing to the space of, you know, um, helping people run faster, achieve their goals, um, reach their peak performance um, and feel more connected. So yeah, that's um, awesome, man. There's a yeah, lot, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> dude, that's awesome, man. There's a lot in what you said about the, uh, like the difference between just, I guess, accumulating information and putting it into practice, isn't there? And that's one thing that I've got like a bit of a theme and, and comedy seems to be my point of reference. And it's amazing how well it just relates to running in my mind. But my whole idea with comedy is I write, I perform, I edit and I repeat. And then yeah. the reason that's the process is because you've just, if you're just doing writing, like it might, there's so many things yeah. I'll write down that are funny yeah. to me. And I'll go to a room full of people and say it. And they're like, this guy is a horrible person. I can't believe he said it. And I'm like, okay, I was too aggressive or my point was dumb or, and a lot yeah. of the time it's both of those things. And um, yeah. a lot of the time I've got like quite a dry sense of humor as well. So I'll say things that people are offended by that I didn't realize were offensive. And <laughs> so it's like, a, you don't get all that just by writing. And that's why I got to write it and edit it. No. And repeat it. And that might be that might be why I um, have carved out a little side hustle as, as a writer because it's the only it's the only thing I can do where I can just write stuff down um, and then it actually has has an outlet. Um, but outside of that, it's um, yeah, it, it, I I'm I'm trying as best I can to be a little bit braver. Um, let go of this kind of perfectionist attitude, um, testing and breaking, testing and breaking, testing and breaking. Yeah. 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 It was good. We used to have a, a pastor at our old church and people used to always say to him, Hey, what's the best version of the Bible to read? And uh, I guess this applies to Christians. He goes, it's the one you actually read. And uh, it's, it's such a good, it's such a good point oh, if you're interested in that field, yeah. because there's so many training programs out there and to bring it back to running. Yeah. You can spend your whole life researching different marathon training yeah. programs or whatever the event is and do absolutely no training. Same applies to diet. Same, same applies to every same area of life, life, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that because there's, a, there's a, a very similar saying in the world of physios, like um, the, the best exercise is the one that gets done. Um, and, you know, whatever in, in the um, – infinite world of of research and uh, around you know different injuries and and different conditions and you know what exercise and you know this and that and what modality like you know most of the time the the best exercise is just the one that gets done <laughs> yeah it's so true yeah i've been working with a guy uh luke and speaking of big pvs this guy he, he ran a 20 second pb over 5k the other day he's aiming to break 20 minutes and he, he ended up running 20 minutes and 12 and I thought he messaged me and he was semi-happy but he was also semi-disappointed because he's like oh, I think I could have done it I go well first of all like I looked at his splits and mm. he'd gone out in like 353 or 354 mm. which was mm. maybe a little quicker than what we needed to do anyway uh he got to the end of the race I thought man there's not many people in the world that have been in the sport for a long time who can run a 20 second pb and be disappointed and I thought what's so yeah. good about that is uh, along the way, and the reason I mentioned him is because when I first started coaching him a couple of months ago, one of the things 
that we were trying to navigate was, all right, what's the best training for you? What's Because he was originally starting to train for a marathon and then mm. he got COVID a couple of weeks before and was pretty cooked. So I had to, had to pull out, unfortunately. So he adjusted the training program. But one of the, one of the most interesting things is just what we're talking about. I've been writing on his program, different sessions and just watching the way he responds to it. Mm. And it's so yeah. interesting to me how just putting the work in and being yeah. able to reflect on that, it sort of highlights little weaknesses and it also highlights strengths. And it makes it so much easier to paint a picture for, for what to do next oh, when you've got a couple of, uh, you know, cards on the table. Yeah. I think um, there's a there's a good lesson in all of that. And I think um, we we do so often, um, you know, when we're, when we're, you know, working towards something like a goal or, or some performance metric, um, we do so often get caught up in in the the outcome or the the chase of the chase of the outcome and the outcome is is a, is most of the time a fleeting moment um whereas the process is, is never ending it's day in day out and and i think it's probably like a good illustration of yeah maybe an alternate approach to to being so caught up in the outcome and this binary um, idea of success and failure like hitting something or not hitting something it is is staying more connected to the process and it's it's one thing my my coach Nick has you know whenever whenever we're getting to a race or um, we're talking about strategy or or um, you know, even, you know, weeks out talking about, you know, what needs to be done to, to get to the start line and this and that. Um, there's, there's rarely a focus on the outcome. It's, you know, when, when we're talking race strategy, always um, the, 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 the strategy is, um, is do this, do that, um, but the focus is on executing um, your your best strategy, your your perfect race on the day, and if you do that, the outcome is almost irrelevant because then your your pride, your your sense of satisfaction, your sense of self worth, your um, all of those things is attached more to um, have I done my best? Have I have I um, done, done all, have I done all the things that I've trained, trained to do? Um, and if you've done that and you've fallen short of, you know, sub 25K or you've fallen short of, of winning a race, um, then there's, there's a great, there, there, there's something to be proud of there, um, which has more to do with the process than, than the outcome, um, which rightly so because the process is, never ending the outcome is fleeting um and i think we probably should spend a bit more time and, and that's certainly something that i do with my my athletes is is um is having a better connection to the process understanding it enjoying it connecting with it um and usually the outcomes kind of take care of themselves um Mike Smith, who's the the coach at um, Northern Arizona University, which is where I used to go to school, they just won their sixth 
NCAA um, cross title last weekend. And um, I just listened to an interview with him this morning and and it's so incredible how detached from the outcome he is and how attached he was to um, seeing his team execute um, everything that they'd, they'd tried to do. And there was a genuine sense that it didn't matter whether they won or they didn't. And incidentally, they won on a on a countback so that the second place team had the same score, um, but they they won, yeah, basically because the their next next runner was higher placed than than the the next one for the second place team. So it was really really close. Um, but his pride and satisfaction was less in the result and, and more in seeing his guys um, put into practice all that, all that they'd learned over, over years. Um, and there's something beautiful about that. Yeah, it's really true. And it's, it's interesting. I, I reread or I'm, I'm halfway through rereading atomic habits at the <laughs> moment, which is a unreal book. If, if you guys haven't read it, you should check it out. Cause it's, it's just so interesting. I've always been a big goal setter. I love writing down goals and just letting my mind run wild. And I get excited mm. about, oh, well, look what I'm going to do in 10 years. This is cool. Yeah. And he yeah. goes, like, goals are great. Like, it's cool if you, you want to inspire yourself. Mm. But but what are the pr- less people spend time navigating the principles that they have to build to be able to mm. get towards that goal? And it's something mm. I'd never really thought about. He put it in words that I was like, oh, that's a fresh way of thinking about it. Because mm. in the whole time of setting goals, like when I was 14 saying I want to run at the Olympics, that was the end of the story. It was just like, all right, Tyson, keep keep doing it. And yeah. as far as my brain was concerned, I, I could have been, you know, walking 10Ks a day trying to run in the 10Ks at yeah. the Olympics because yeah. my goal yeah. and my principles were complete, completely separated. And I find mm-hmm. when I have a bit more of that approach to whatever it is that I'm doing, it's much easier to, to let go of the, um, like your attachment to the outcome that you really want. Because I find yeah. when I'm in comedy doing the, uh, you know, write, perform, edit, repeat, so I don't, mm. I don't know what more I can do. Like I know I'm yeah. taking practical steps. I'm doing the best I can to find funny. I'm taking mm. out what's, uh, you know, um, insulting sometimes. <laughs> and, um, and then uh, it's like a, it's a cool little principle. So I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter mm. what level I want to get to here. I've got this principle mm. that I'm trying to follow and let's see where that takes us. And yeah. that's something I try and encourage, you know, the athletes who open up about this side of performance with me, because mm. it's, it's all good and well to say, all right, let's just run at the Olympics. But like, what are the mm. steps to get there is is the more interesting yeah. part to me. Hugely. And, and and that's by virtue, that's how you, you stay present as well. And being present is how you, um, you're you able to, to get the most out of yourself each moment um, in each circumstance. Um, when we're not present and we're um, uh, ruminating on the past and, anxious about the future then um it's very hard to to stay connected to that process to um to those those every little moving piece that contributes to um you know getting to to whatever outcome it is um whether it's whether it's the outcome we wanted or maybe the outcome we needed (laughs) yeah Man, tell us a little more about Northside. I'm I'm so keen to mm. to hear about what it's becoming because I think the last time we mm. ran together in Queenscliff, you were midway through the run, which for everyone listening, I think it was about four fourteen pace, which is much quicker than I should have been trying to hold a conversation <laughs> at. 
you yeah. were you were telling me a bit about these ideas and goals that you had, yeah. and that was about yeah. as much as I'd heard. So yeah, give us a give yeah. us a bit of a picture. Yeah, um, yeah, still a work in progress. I think it always will be, um, and I think it is a in the larger scheme, somewhat self or well, very much selfishly, it's a um, it's a ref- it's a kind of a the culmination reflection of what I've spent probably the last 15, 20 years doing, which is like figuring out what I want to do with my life. So, so it's a bit of an embodiment of, you know, what is it you want to do with your life? And, and, um, and running's been such a constant um, over the last 20 years. It's a, um, it gives me a bit of a sense of purpose. It, it, um, it nurtures my health physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, and, and so it's a, uh, it's an embodiment of that and, and trying to share, share that, um, and, uh, cultivate and, and nurture, um, more connected and, and complete athletes, um, more connected and complete runners, um, you know, complete being, you know, uh, more connected to self, more connected to their community, um, uh, more self-aware, um, uh, more more capable um, of of executing and and um, and and physically, mentally, spiritually at their peak um, or on the on the road to their peak. Um, so that's kind of, I guess, the the sort of direction and mission we're going and. You know, it, you know, twelve months ago, I didn't know that, um, and I'm sure in another twelve months, I'll I'll have a, a clearer picture of what it is. But you know, twelve months ago, we got to a point where I was like, I c- connection and community is definitely going to be the backbone of whatever I'm doing. Um, and so it started off as a as a, a weekly um, community run, starting and finishing at a brewery, and and it still still is that which I'm. Um, really proud of and it's um and it's been it's just been it's a lot of fun it's it's I've now made new friends which I catch up with every Friday um you know we we last week the um the for the kudos um podcasts came along and brought (laughs) brought a much bigger crowd which was really cool and we had good weather and um good vibes and um they kindly shouted us some beers, <laughs> which was good. And and um, but it's it's just cool each week to, particularly on a Friday, end of the work week. Um, particularly now that summer's rolling around and we've got longer day daylight hours. But you know, even during the winter, it was really cool. Is is to finish the work week, um, catch out with some friends, um, getting your heart rate up, going for a little jog um getting some fresh air breathing deep um and then finishing and having a drink at the end and 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 having a catch up um it just felt like that's what's that how far are you guys running uh so we do a a 7k loop um but we we often have um and and by design we've we've kind of made the course like you can just go out and back it's like 99 percent off-road so it's reasonably safe and um and we we often have walkers um we often have people um running a little bit shorter 
maybe like three or four k, and um, that's kind of the cool thing is that we we so it's open to everyone, all paces, um, and when we get back, we don't we don't uh, no one gets a drink until we're all back, um, and we all kind of connect and sit together, and it's just good fun. It's it's lighthearted. Um, we have a laugh, um, have a smile. Um, and we had a few more last week, which was, which was fun. And, um, hope we might, we might retain a few of the, uh, the newbies we had last week. Um, the, the, for the kudos boys, did they come out just for a run or did they record a podcast out there or? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I did a podcast with them last week. Um, and, um, and then, yeah, they, they came out afterwards, um, kind of, kind of as a, I guess a bit of a thank you and, and, um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was super fun. Um, such a, such a good name for a podcast. I saw it pop up a couple (laughs) of months ago and, uh, I, I didn't realize who, who hosted it actually. And I clicked on a couple of the early episodes and, and so it was the great man, Brett and, and who was it? Is it Joel Tobin White? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I I don't know him personally, but, um, I see his name around a little bit. So I do, that's great. So how many I, how many guys did you have run around out there last week? We had um, had almost thirty, um, which which is good. We we normally have normally have ten to fifteen each week, so we we double the numbers. Um, so I can't take any credit for that, but um, not. And and the thing is, it's it's not about the numbers. It's 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 about the 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 quality of of um, of yeah the connection and and. Even if even if only one person showed up, um, might be a bit lonely if it was just me. But <laughs> even if one person showed up and and we had a run and a beer, um, like they, that that that's enough to make make me pretty happy. And and I I think um, it's enough for a lot of people to to um, yeah have a, a little dose of um, yeah just joy um, heading into the weekends. Um, before before going into new week and um so that's still that's still going and then you know outside of that we've i've started doing a um like a a more like serious um group group session on saturdays it's we've only been doing it a few weeks and um and yeah we put on a an interval session there's usually a couple of or there is a couple of options one for more experienced runners and one for maybe newbies to intervals and um and that's been fun and it's and you know i don't um it, all of these things I, I don't know um you know how long they'll last or or how they'll persist but um yeah it's a bit of an attempt to just do stuff test it um break it if it if it if it's if it needs breaking and and um, reflect and do again, but um, yeah, it's all you know. Saturday is about um, a little bit more about performance. Friday is about um, enjoyment and connection, and and um, and and so each of those things are, are, are part of I think creating more connected and complete athletes. You need both elements, and um, there's lots of other elements as well. And hopefully, I can keep adding those things and. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's, eventually, that's... Uh, it, it, shortly, hopefully it'll also, um, have, have a kind of a, a more formal, um, coaching physio, um, strength and conditioning offering, um, which is kind of my, my skill set. 
Um, but um, yeah, at the moment, I'm just yeah, enjoying enjoying what we're doing. That's awesome, man. I like I like the structure you say. Like you got the social run on the Friday. You've got the more sort of I don't know if you said this, but it's like that work based performance based yeah. Yeah. run yeah. on the Saturday. Yeah. I was I was having a look through um, Hunter. Is it Hunter Track Club or Hunter Athletics? Yeah, Hunter Athletic. Yeah. I was I was having a look through their website the other day, and um, like just because I just I love how I love the quality of what they do. Like I don't know if it's Big yeah. Wolverine who's taking the photos, but their stuff yeah. looks insane, and I just I like the. I like the ethos that it's sort of built around. And they were saying yeah. uh, Tuesday's a work day was one of the tabs. Yeah. It was like a day yeah. they go out yeah. and they, they have a good hit out. And then I can't remember the, the language for the other day, but I thought oh, it's, such a, it's such a good way to describe what you do. Like it just sounds oh, like a, absolutely. Uh, I mean, awesome... Hunter, Hunter oh, can you was... Still hear me? I think I unplugged myself. Oh, that's all right. You're back on, mate. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I unplugged myself. No, that's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, Hunter was absolutely probably like the biggest inspiration um for what i for what i've i've been doing um and and in particular riley who was who's one of the co-founders of of hunter and um and oh I've is it been, yeah yeah he, oh he, dude uh, i thought he was just a photographer kind of a, i reckon i recognize those quality images i didn't know he had a oh no riley's way more than that he's a um he's a he's a cool dude and he's and he's um yeah he's a very thoughtful um kind person and he's been he's been um yeah he's been a, a massive inspiration for me um i think with northside and, and he's been really helpful um you know both as like a um you know bouncing ideas and um taking taking some photos for us as well and um and I and I'm, I'm almost like I feel it's a bit embarrassing. I'm a bit of a fanboy, but like you know, even like his um, you know his photos, I I uh, I start just out of like just as a bit of a hobby. Like I I got a camera myself at the start of the year, and I've started taking some photos, and um, and you know I'm I'm an absolute hack at it, but it's it's I, I like I like doing it, and it's and it's pretty fun, and um, but yeah yeah. Hunter and and is an example, and and there's heaps of them, which is really cool. And I think that's um, the more the merrier. There's there's more and more run communities um, popping up everywhere, and I think it speaks to, uh, or it does speak to, why running is such an important thing for so many people. Is is of course it's you know there's that that physical health and and um and getting your heart rate up and endorphins and stuff like that but it is a it's a huge um uh human connector it's a it's a huge there there is a huge run community um and there's lots of little run communities um and the more that there are um the the more opportunity you give people to to feel like they're part of something um to to feel connected um to enjoy their running more um i mean i I remember when i first got into running like my earliest memories of of enjoying it was like running av interclub um track meets on a saturday and and with my club just sitting on a park bench and (laughs) um you know what you know going from one heat of a race to another and um but it was always there was always that social factor and and um 
and it's cool to to see um, that growing and 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 being cultivated in lots of different spaces. And um, yeah, Hunter is definitely like a um, they've done an amazing job. And um, but there's there's other there's other communities as well, and um, each one is a little bit different, and each one has a has a, a bit of a has a slightly different vibe and um and that's a good thing um it's a good thing you know we, we're all we're all different human beings and we all have you know slightly different values and you know our, our tribes may be different but um but uh there's that that one thing that that um yeah is, is common to it all which is that uh um connection through running and and um yeah, it's cool. Cool to see what else is going on. It's cool to be inspired by it. Um, and um, yeah, I'm just yeah, somewhat selfishly, I want to I want to be kind of part of um, trying to t- trying to build that as well and and help other people um, become more connected and complete complete runners. Yeah, that's awesome, man. In terms of the next couple of months for yourself with rehab, I can see the bike behind you. Is there much of that being done, or what does uh, what does recovery look like for you for the next little while? Yeah, so at the moment, yeah, not so much of the bike. Um, I just, yeah, the, the nature of the injury, I just there's not much I can do cross training at the moment without irritating my my sacrum. So, um, and that's okay. It's it's um, it's giving me the opportunity to focus more on getting getting things right so so getting to the bottom of why I keep getting injured and um you know there there are you know medical things that you do so I I have a bone density scan booked in and but then there's also there's all just the 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 little pieces which you know um zoomed in you sometimes miss you sometimes miss and then you zoom out and and you look down 30,000 foot view like geez like I was making some massive, massive errors and, um, and diet's probably a big one and, and just getting enough energy in. So I've got a, um, I've got an appointment book with the, the dietitian, I think week after next. Um, I, I'm including, I'm trying to get my, my, I am getting my coaches and, and physio more involved and, um, and relinquishing control and, and, being more open with them and um, and 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 letting them make the calls. Um, so I've got I've got a um, physio appointment this afternoon, and um, that's what I'm doing at the moment. Is I'm in the gym a lot more now. So there's definitely underlying strength weaknesses that, that I need to need to address, and so I'm trying to like build all the pieces that are missing. Um, or that have been missing that have been contributing to me continually getting injured. That's what I'm working on now. The cross training and the fitness, that'll come back. Um, and hopefully in another week or two, I'll be able to jump back on the bike. Um, I, uh, I did, I'd made a bit of a impulse, um, uh, Black Friday purchase this morning and got a, a cool new, um, trainer for my bike. Um, which is which is a bit fancier and and um, so that should arrive sometime next week and um, should correspond hopefully with my sacrum being settled down enough to 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 get back on the bike. Um, 
but um, yeah, the the probably for the rest of the year I won't be running, and then hopefully in the new year I'll be able to start building back up. And um, I'm really excited because I I I'm having zoomed out and seen all the things that I've been screwing up, um, and and how I can how I can change them. Just like man, I'm, there's there's definitely like still. Um, still good performances in their legs. Like when I zoom out and see all the things I've been doing wrong, I'm like, holy crap! Like I, I there's a lot. There's a lot here that I'm not doing, <laughs> doing right. Um, yeah. And maybe, maybe all it means is that maybe I don't run any faster, but maybe I can run as fast as I have done and and do it, you know, for another few years, like into maybe towards forty. I don't know. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I just love I love what I'm doing, and um, it definitely was a bit of a roller coaster when I got injured this time. And you know, you have those initial thoughts of, man, maybe I'm just not cut out for running at this level. Maybe I'm not. Maybe my body just is is not what it used to be. Um, but I think reflecting, I'm like, no, no, the body has the capacity. You just need to treat it with a bit more respect, and and you need to. Um, uh, relinquish control and and um, and let go. Let go more. That's a massive yeah. thing. Is just letting go and and um, and admitting your mistakes and getting people more involved. And I yeah, it's been a cool learning experience. I'm still a little embarrassed by it all, and I I, I still have those those voices in my head going, "Man, you preach this stuff as a physio each day, like." how good a physio are you? And yeah, I, I've got a, a lot to learn as a physio, but um, I, I realize um, that, yeah, I'm just my own worst physio. Um, and I think we're all at some point our worst something. Um, and, and I think sharing, opening up, um, connecting is, is a great way to, to overcome that, that um, maybe a little bit of a human tendency to just try and do everything on your own and tackle everything yourself. Um, you might have the knowledge, understanding and skill set to, to, to do these things well, but sometimes it's just hard to be objective with yourself. Oh, it's so true. I reckon you've nailed it with accountability. I feel that for myself. Like if I know that I've got to see a physio in two weeks and they've told me the uh, instructions and I go back there in two weeks, they said, how do you feel? And I say terrible because I didn't follow your advice. It's it's so much more awkward. Whereas I totally see how it happened to a bloke in your situation where it's like, okay, I know what I should be doing. I'll just, and before you know it, it's been a month and you're like, okay, I still haven't really made the change. And you know what it is? It's, you, you know, you know what you have to do. But it's all of the little behavioural um, habits that you have. It's all of the other systems and things that you have going on in your life that um, you know you should do something. But in order to do that, you have to juggle other things around as well. And, and that's what I haven't done. I, has, I haven't sort of juggled things around and, and gone, yeah, this is a priority. This needs to happen here. This doesn't, you know. Being more organised with your time is a, is a massive thing, like writing things down, um, scheduling things. And, you know, for me, you know, gym will probably – running has always been, you know, to be a better runner, you got to run lots. Um, 
and fortunately I have run lots and I've got that, that, uh, that in the legs. Um, but I think now gym will be like, if I want to perform well, gym's got to be number one now, not, not running. Like I can't, I can't, I, I would never skip a run. So why would I ever skip a gym session? Because, you know, I'm tired or I'm busy. Um, so I'm probably more likely to, to skip a run if I'm tired, hopefully moving forward than I am to skip a gym session. Um, yeah. Just little little behavioural things like that, changing how you prioritise or, or what your understanding of what is going to help your goals the most. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, what, that's what we work through with physio clients as well as like, um, you know, just beliefs around what, um, what is going to get them better. And, and some people, you know, will, will think that, you know, hands-on treatment and massage and stuff will get them better. And absolutely it will, it will do a, it will go a long way to get to reducing their pain. Um, but they've gotten painful because they've overloaded something and something's gotten overloaded because their capacity is, their pre-existing capacity is not there. Yeah. Um, so you, you absolutely have to address that. Um, and that's kind of the, the, the boat I find myself in. I need to, yeah. need to get a little bit stronger. <laughs> Man, it won't take you long. Man, it's so good to catch up with you again. As I said, it's, uh, it's always a long time, but I like your point. It doesn't really make an impact on the conversation. They always seem to flow. Yeah. So thanks for yeah. coming back on, man. I love what you're doing. I love what you're about as always. And um, yeah, I'm no doubt we'll uh, Likewise. soon Likewise, enough. Likewise, mate. You're, you're, another, you're another inspiration. Just, uh, yeah, plugging away, trying to build something and um, sometimes doing it haphazardly and <laughs> not knowing yeah. where you're going. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, the, that's what makes it enjoyable is, is testing it, breaking it, um, mm-hmm. reflecting and then, and, and then refining. It's all part of the fun. In hindsight, I'll say it's part of the fun. In hindsight, devastating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pretty brother. Sure. Cool. I'll leave you to it. See you, mate. See you later. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Relaxed Running Podcast. If you're ready to become a faster, more efficient runner, visit www.relaxedrunning.com.